0: welcome to this episode of the swim swam podcast i'm your host coleman hodges and joining me today six-time world championship medalist from these 2023 world championships in fukuoka two-time world champion she's an american record holder today we are sitting down with kate douglas what's up kate how's it going
1: hello i'm good
0: Back in Charlottesville, but mm-hmm. you're. Are, are you still in school?
1: Uh, I'm starting grad school. Yeah. So classes start um, on Tuesday.
0: What? Uh, what are you going to grad school for? And what, um, how do you feel about it?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm getting my master's in statistics. Um, I was a statistics undergrad major. Um, and it kind of was just um, a pretty easy transition to go from the major into the, um, graduate school program here. And, you know, I knew I would be here to swim, um, and train with the team at UVA, uh, for at least the next year. So, um, I wanted to have something else to pass the time and to also kind of further my career after swimming along. Um, so statistics is something I've been interested in and I'm excited to, you know, get another degree in that.
0: What do you, what do you what do people with degrees in statistics do? I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a popular question. Um, I will, so this summer I actually had a remote internship with Dell, um, that I was doing while training. Um, and that was super cool. I was just doing data analytics, um, for their enterprise resiliency team. And I mean, you could really do data analytics for, um a lot of different, you know, companies and just like a lot of different fields. So I think that's why I like it. So um that was a cool experience. Um and I really enjoyed, yeah, just being able to kind of have that experience while swimming this summer.
0: What what was it called? What resiliency?
1: (laughs) Um enterprise resiliency. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Um so I mean I kind of worked on a project where we I mean, I guess enterprise resiliency is really just, you know, how you prepare for disasters um, at company sites, you know, and how to keep the company, um, you know, moving and working while there's like, you know, possibly disasters happening at certain sites that, you know, are important to the company, I guess. So that was kind of my project was um, just looking at all the Dell sites like around the world and around the U.S. and kind of looking at their financial and disaster risk using um, data analytics and probability.
0: Wow, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Once once you once you explain it, once I know what it means, it's like, Oh, okay, sounds pretty neat. Yeah. Do yeah. You, uh, yeah, cool. you? You see, so you've obviously got time to figure it out. But do you do you have any sense of a direction you'd want to go once once you are pursuing a, a more long term career?
1: Um, I mean, I don't think I know exactly what I want to do. I think this summer was a good kind of experience. Um, and I don't know if it's something that, you know, I don't know if I'd want to do exactly what I did this summer forever, but I definitely would love to have a job, you know, doing data analytics for, you know, a company in the future. I just, yeah, it's definitely like a pretty broad term, which I think is great. Um, So hopefully while I'm still swimming, you know, I can keep gaining more experience um, in that field and kind of figure that out.
0: Nice. Well, congrats on getting your master's. Do you, are you, are you someone who enjoys school? Like, are, are you excited for grad level classes?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'd say like I enjoy school. I mean, I obviously don't like hate it if I'm going back to it, you know, for another like two years. Um, but, I think it's really just, I wanted something to kind of pass the time in between practice. I didn't want to just swim this year. And so um, this grad school was a great option for that, you know, to kind of just keep me busy. Um, I don't know if I would say I'm particularly excited to continue taking stat classes, but I don't know. I'm excited. I think getting, you know, a master's degree um, and that will be great. But yeah, it's really just something to keep me busy and pass the time.
0: Totally. Which, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not someone who is very interested in school either. But I think for a professional athlete in your shoes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and yeah, like you said, gives you something to to keep your mind off of swimming, which is not what we're here for today. We're all swimming today, aside from the past five minutes. So let's dive into this. Uh, did you? Did you take some time off after World Championships? Or are you back into the swing of training now as well?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, no, we haven't started training yet. Um, I haven't swam since the relay at the end of the meet, I guess. Um, <laughs> um no, we start training next week. When classes start, it'll be a pretty gradual ease into things. Um, we'll We'll start with like lifting and then practices. Um, but yeah, no, nothing right now haven't exercised in a while. <laughs>
0: you, are Are you just going to be training pretty like with the team as, as normal? Do you have anything that's going to stand you out as like a pro, like you're going to do this while they're doing that?
1: Um, I mean, I think it'll be pretty similar to what I've done, um, the past few years. I'll try to train with the team as much as I can. Cause honestly, like, it's more fun to be around my friends and around people than to be training on my own. And Todd knows that too. So yeah I'll just train with the team for the most part and obviously when they go to meets um I'll stay behind and I'll definitely try to go to you know more long course meets throughout the year um leading up to trials that I wouldn't get to go to you know if I was on the college team so that'll be different
0: you think you'll do World cups in the fall
1: I don't know um I'm not sure about those yet i I was maybe going to go to one stop, but they're pretty early on in the fall. And since I'm taking like a big break right now, um, I don't know if I'm going to feel, you know, ready to go compete in a few weeks.
0: Fair enough. Even though I feel like for, on paper, you can throw down any time. We've seen it before, but it, it's your, it's your career, obviously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Okay world championships coming off of trials, uh, you'd qualified in three individual events. Um, you know, obviously there were some, uh, opportunities for relays there as well. How did you feel about trials overall heading into training camp for worlds?
1: Yeah, I was really happy with trials and how it went. Um, my goal was to make, um, you know, more than one individual event. And I did that and, you know, that was great because, yeah, in the past, I've just gone for, you know, one individual and, and a relay and I kind of just wanted to, you know, have a bigger part on the team and some more races at, you know, World Champs. Um, So that was that was great that I got to make three individual events. And yeah, I mean, I think I was just really proud of myself for taking on all of those races um, and just, you know, doing the double at the end of the meet, the 2AM and the 50. Um, I did think, yeah, just I kind of was. It kind of, you know, showed myself that I could continue to, you know, race for a five-day meet and still go fast. Um, so yeah, I was happy with that.
0: Yeah, and then just leading into training camp, or sorry, at training camp, um, can you tell me about your experience there? You know, in Singapore, uh, Todd was not there, or I don't. Todd might have been there, I guess, but Blair was was a coach on staff as well. Um, So just what athletes were you working with and what coaches were you working with in Singapore?
1: Yeah, no, Todd wasn't there. It was Blair who was there. But, you know, it was definitely awesome that we had Blair there. And then, you know, I had three other of my teammates, Maxine, Gretchen and Alex. So we kind of just stuck to the same training that we'd been doing before um, nationals. And, yeah, I would train with Alex and Gretchen and Maxine when we had the same practices. And we were training under Blair and um, Todd was sending me practices to do. So you know, it's pretty similar to what I would be doing at home.
0: And when you have two meets back to back like that, um, you know, similar to a, a conference in sees you've done a trials and then a big meet um, several times at this point. But it's just it's such a long period to kind of maintain being at top form, uh, which again, you, you have a lot of experience doing, but what is there? Is there a different feeling? You know, the, taper has such a big a lot of weight to it, but at this point, it's 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 not like you're, um, you're like fully tapering for one or the other. It's it's just kind of like you're getting prepared for both. Is do you think that's a fair way to say it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, that's something that I'm able to, you know, trust Todd and have confidence in him to, you know, I kind of just I do what he tells me to do and and trust that it's going to work out. But yeah, you know, it's definitely hard to go from a full taper and then have to go back to training for a few weeks and then kind of rest again. Um, It's hard, it doesn't feel very good the second time around. Um, It's definitely a lot harder the second time around. But yeah, it's something that we're all used to doing. Um, So try not to stress too much about that.
0: Were there were there highlights for you from the training camp? Uh, was, Was Singapore cool?
1: Yeah, no, the whole experience was super cool. Um, It was awesome that we got to see the city. Uh, We were able to kind of explore a little bit in our free time, which was great. Um, So yeah, it was definitely a cool experience there.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, heading over to Fukuoka, uh, you knew you were going to have a big schedule. You start racing uh, on the first day with that 400 free relay. Um, what What are you doing to prepare yourself on day one? of an eight day meet knowing you you've got a a very big agenda ahead of you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I kind of, yeah, I had to just take it really just one day at a time. I knew it would be a long knee. I swam almost every single day. Um, and it was exhausting, but yeah, I think just focusing on just one day, one event at a time was great. And I think this year, what I kind of did this differently than, you know, previous years, like in that 200 IM, I kind of um like backed off a little bit on prelims and semifinals which I think was um smart because then you know that was the day one of like an eight-day meet um it'd be it'd be hard to to keep going if I you know kind of went all out on every single race that I swam so um I think it was you know smart of me to do that I definitely cut it a little close in the two IM semis that wasn't planned but you know it worked out so it's okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: as a, as a viewer of that 200 IM semifinal, I was sweating a little bit. Um, can you take me through that, that race, particularly just what your plan was in terms of conserving energy and trying to execute that 200 IM? And then, uh, you know, obviously it was a very tight race at the end, but you know, it, it, it all ended up working out fine and and you advanced to the final.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was definitely like, I was definitely stressed going into that final session because I only had like 20, 25 minutes in between the 2 a.m. and the relay, um, which wasn't much time at all. And I knew that I would have to, you know, give a good anchor um, on that relay to, you know, be able to get them the medal that we wanted. Um, so I kind of was planning on just cruising the 2 a.m. a little bit and just, you know, seeing energy. So that was kind of the goal. Um, and, yeah, I kind of just wanted to stay ahead of ahead of the pack in the 2 a.m., and I kind of could tell on the last 50 where I was. Um, so my plan was just to, like, you know, beat the person next to me and, and the rest of the field of what I could see, you know. But, yeah, I definitely um, didn't see everyone else on the other side of me touch before me. Um, but you know, it worked out, it worked out fine. And, um, yeah, then I only had like 10 minutes of warm down afterwards, um, to get ready for the relay. So it was honestly really good that I did that because otherwise I probably would have been really exhausted in that hundred freestyle relay.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you were, you were able to drop a 52, two anchor, um, in that relay, I believe you passed China. Uh, to, to get to touch second um, and earn that USA silver. What was, were, were, were the other women in that relay, you know, pumping you up or, or giving giving you any sort of motivation um, beforehand?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was just like a really fun group of girls. Um, the four of us were super excited to be on a relay together. So it was kind of like a chill ready room and we were kind of just ready to have fun with it. Um, and so, yeah, I think that helped that I, I was just like excited and, you know, we were all like, you know, first, first relay of the meet, like it was just a lot of fun. And yeah, I definitely knew that the, the pressure was on me to give a good last like there. Um, and, and yeah, I was, I've been really excited about the hundred free this whole, this whole summer. So, um, I was excited to race it for the first time there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to, you, you guys, uh, Earn a silver medal. You will have a great swim, and then Australia is nearly four seconds ahead. Uh, and I'm, I yeah. mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of amazing, right? What what they were able to accomplish at this meet, and uh, as as a competitor, I'm curious about your perspective on seeing them and how and how that might motivate you moving forward, especially in this Olympic year.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely watching them was just like amazing. We were just like, I, wow, you know, I can't believe like we all went really fast and they're still so far ahead of us on that relay. But yeah, it was just, you know, kudos to them. It, they had a great meet and they all went so fast. And yeah, that's definitely motivation, you know, to want to be like that in the future and to want to be so dominating like that um, in that relay. Um, but yeah, you know, they were fun to watch this
0: meet for sure. So moving forward um into your two IM final, did you swim that morning? Um
1: no, I did not race that morning. Okay. So you I had the morning. Correctly.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I know it's a lot, but had the morning off of racing yeah. at least. Um two IM final. Uh what's your race plan there? You know, obviously you were conserving energy throughout prelims and semis. Um, so I'm mm. guessing you were pretty confident you had a good swim in you. Um, but how, how did you want to execute that race specifically? And do you feel like you were able to?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think this summer, I kind of got like, yeah, more confident in my execution of that race, um, where I could kind of, you know, go like a little easy on the fly, like not use too much energy and still go pretty fast in that. And then go, you know, try really hard on the backstroke because that is my weakest leg. Um, And then I kind of know that my breaststroke and my freestyle um, are going to be good no matter what. But yeah, that finals race, I definitely don't think it was a very good race. Like, I don't know. I was so far behind in the backstroke. It was so bad. I have honestly no idea how I came back. But yeah, (laughs) after watching it, I was like, yeah, no, that wasn't very good. but it, it turned out okay. Uh, the time wasn't that bad. So it was good.
0: <laughs> what do you feel like the key for you is on a 50 long course backstroke in that 200 IM?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess just sometimes like, I guess sometimes I like my backstroke just feels like it's working. And sometimes it feels like I can't swim backstroke. And Um, I definitely try to do a lot um, in warm up to try to just get that feeling of like feeling strong um, and using like my arms and not my legs as much. Um, But yeah, sometimes I definitely think I just get like super stressed out and I um, just like think too much about trying to go fast instead of trying to be like stronger in the water. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely this year we're going to work on the backstroke a little bit more. (laughs)
0: What does that look like? Um, I mean, is that, is that a technique thing? Is that just training backstroke more? Um, do you have an idea of, 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 or a plan of, of how you're go- going to improve backstroke?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's just training backstroke more. Um, I try, we tried to do a little bit more this summer. Um, cause really I would just do like, just some like backstroke speed practices. Um, and now I'm kind of trying to do more like aerobic backstroke and when I do like a 200 free practice like adding some backstroke in there and kind of just working on yeah just I think just doing more like aerobic backstroke um this year
0: gotcha that's exciting I'm excited aerobic backstroke who doesn't love that uh I don't love it (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like you're one of the few but uh Then you pulled a double that I don't think anyone's ever done. Certainly not on an international stage. I I would have put money that you weren't going to do it, so I would have lost money. uh But you swam two hundred breast, hundred free, which directly overlapped. They're on the same day of the yeah. meet, so you had three sessions where you were swimming both of those events. I mean, you know, take me through that, and especially with you know, conserve talk about conserving energy through those rounds. Um, can, yeah, can you just tell me what you were focusing on at each stage for those two races?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, definitely like I had decided already, like before going into the meet that I was going to do both of them. Um, so I was prepared, um, to do that. It was definitely a little, little nerve wracking, just knowing that I had to do all of that racing, um, in such a short period of time, but um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely the goal in like prelims and semis and those races for me was just to to make it like in prelims. I was like, OK, I just need to make semifinals. Like I just need to stay far enough ahead to do that. And then in semis, I was like, I just need to make finals. It doesn't matter. Um, and yeah, it definitely prelims definitely didn't feel good, especially after like having such a late night uh, the night before. Um, but yeah. Yeah no it it was it was definitely like very difficult mentally to to do it but i'm just really proud of myself honestly for for yeah just like deciding to do that double um and just yeah just going all in and i think before those races i was kind of like no matter you know what place i get in them i'm just proud of myself for taking this on um because you know that just was something that's very difficult to do
0: no kidding that's (laughs) so uh, that was intense but as a spectator it was awesome to watch and you know kudos and congratulations to you um you made both finals you medaled in the tuner breaststroke um i'm curious about the 100 free final just never having swam that on an international stage before i mean i think in the tuner breast and you know Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you would you medaled in that last summer. I'm guessing you had a good amount of confidence in that, and I think with mm-hmm. the field that was presented there, y- you were a strong contender to medal. Um, but in the hundred free, you know, it's a. I think the the competition was a little more stout, and uh, again, first time swimming that on an international stage. Um, how did you feel about that final?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, what you just said, I definitely felt you know, way more confident about being able to medal in the two breasts as opposed to the hundred free. Um, I knew that that was like such a stacked final and like such a competitive group of girls and it's always such a tight race. So I was definitely really nervous going into it. And, you know, I was kind of like, if I medal, like that would be crazy. Cause I was like, I don't really think I'm capable of doing that. Um, so I was honestly really happy with getting fourth. That was better than I thought I would do going into it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's definitely disappointing to not like be super close to my best time, but that's, you know, what happens when, you know, I do that many races beforehand. Um, so yeah, I'm just, you know, I was proud of myself for kind of just going in there and giving it my best and and yeah, just racing, you know, that really competitive group of girls.
0: Yeah. I I I had forgotten. I didn't realize you got fourth by one tenth of a second. Uh so it's like, yeah. you were, you know, yeah, you, you were right there,
1: yeah, um, which is,
0: <laughs> again, congratulations. Uh, and then in terms of um, just performances on relays, um, I, I'm guessing, you know, on a relay, you're just trying to, to swim your best for the team. But uh, you threw down at least one 51 split, maybe two.
1: It was just one of them, I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, was 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 that uh on your radar at all as as something that you thought you could do
1: um I mean I don't yeah I don't think so I definitely knew that I was capable of I guess probably going like a 52 low split um but yeah no I definitely was shocked when I um heard that I went yeah 51 split um but yeah I've been really excited about just racing the 100 free this year I've been excited to race it instead of usually in the past I feel like I've been just like afraid of it hurting um and now I feel like I've just done some really good training for it where I feel confident that I'm going to finish the race no matter how bad it hurts so I get excited to kind of go out there and race the person next to me and um yeah when I went that 51.7 um I think it helped that I was I was racing the Australians right next to me um and I just tried to go out as fast as I could and hold on and um I think that's yeah that's why I was able to go um so much faster than previous.
0: Yeah, uh, and then to to end the meet, uh, you anchored the four hundred medley relay. Um, up to this point, the U.S. had won a relay gold at the meet, uh, and it was it was a really pretty cool way to end the meet as a spectator and member of the media to see you guys kind of put that stamp on i mean you you won it but you also like in dominating fashion you won by over a second um was was there can can you take me to the ready room of that or even before the ready room of just what was the mindset uh for for that group of women going into that relay
1: Yeah, I mean, I think just going into it, all of us were like, we want to win this and like, we're going to win this. We were just, you know, trying to be confident in ourselves and just kind of be confident in Team USA. And we really, I think we all just wanted it so badly. Um, And after seeing the guys win, we were like, okay, yeah, like we're going to do this and it's going to be super cool. Um, And, you know, it's also great when it's the last race of the meet, we were all very excited for that to be the last swim. Um, So it was just that ready room is always like, it's fun and chill because um, everyone's just excited to be done. Um, and so, yeah, I think we were all ready to just, you know, give our last effort there and and then be done um, on a good note.
0: Yeah. And so then just having time to reflect um, on all of your performances at World Champs, um, how are you feeling overall with yeah, six medals and two world titles and uh, a lot of really solid swims under your belt?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm very happy with it. Um, yeah, that's definitely like way more than I expected coming into this summer. Um, and I was really happy to just be able to be a part of a lot of relays. I feel like that was something that was like a motivation in my training this year um, was to, you know, I wanted to get better at the 100 free to try and um, help the U.S., you know, improve in that relay um, and just, you know, give a good 100 free leg on a relay. And so it was great that, um, the team was able to rely on me for those legs. Um, and I felt like, you know, very grateful for that. Um, and yeah, so I was super happy with the outcome. Um, yeah, and it definitely, you know, boosted my confidence going into next summer. Um, and I'm really excited to to continue training, um, training for those events.
0: It seems like every season, you've just added an event to your repertoire. So what's, what's the event going to be this season? Like, two fly tune her back with Absolutely all that aerobic training not.
1: Absolutely not. no no maybe if they start adding 50s we'll we'll do those
0: <laughs> man i wish i'm, I'm no. really sad that those aren't olympic events um yeah do you I, I i know it's a long way away and i know it's premature but um are you thinking about you know what events you're you're you might be not only training for, but, you know, looking at competing, um, this season as we, as we move towards Olympic trials. Um, now, you know, we, we already have that schedule of the nine day meet that that will be.
1: Yeah, that's a long meet. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't really like finalized exactly like what I'm going to swim at trials and stuff, but, um, I mean, I'm going to assume it's, I'm going to try to, you know, focus on the same, like five or six that I did this past season um um yeah I liked the lineup that I had for for nationals um and so yeah I think I'm not going to really change up too much I'm going to stick to you know what I've been what I've been training for
0: I mean in terms of that training uh you know f- even if it's hundreds and two hundreds it it's kind of a wide array of events to train for and we've discussed this before, but um, do you feel like you've kind of gotten a handle on what works best for you in terms of balancing the the speed and the aerobic aspects of training for up to 200s and down to, you know, a 50 free?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think this summer, we really figured out, you know, what was really helping me um, improve in a lot of my races. And, Um, We did this one like practice that we did once a week that was like a 200 freestyle kind of practice that we started doing this year that kind of we realized, you know, it was good for helping me close my 100 free and close my 200 IM and then also be able to, you know, just finish um, a 200 breaststroke. And so that was great to kind of, you know, have a few practices during the week where I knew it was helping multiple events. Um, And so figuring that out definitely, I think, you know, helps that whole process.
0: 200 free that's your next event Do, no, you, you're gonna get on the no, relay that's what
1: everyone's saying no i'll train for it but i won't swim it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fine uh um okay so that uh, that's that's really that's really interesting insight um that is the 200 free practice with blair
1: wait sorry what was that
0: is is that when, when you when you swim that 200 free practice is that with uh coach blair
1: um no usually it's with todd um todd will run that practice but it's usually a big group of people who do it um it's like on one day where you know we're kind of in just like two groups and half the team will do that practice and half the team will do another one
0: gotcha nice um well very cool kate i i as always i appreciate you taking the time to sit down and and debrief this world championships with us uh i hope grad school the or the beginning of it and the beginning of training goes well any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today
1: no i think that was it
0: you've been listening to the swim swim podcast stay tuned for new episodes every week you can take swim swim podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform Look for links in the description below, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.